0: Hey, everybody. Hey, everyone. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Sarah. And And this this is. Dead Time Stories. Stories.
1: A weekly podcast where Sarah and I talk about ghost stories, true crime, mysteries, cults, conspiracies, the supernatural, paranormal, or even just the generally weird, eerie, spooky, strange stuff that we want to talk about that week. Why is that, Sarah?
0: That's because it's our show. And hey, listener. It's not yours. Yeah, guess what? Spoiler alert. Not yours. And also, if this is your first time listening, stop. Go back and start from the
1: beginning. Go back to the beginning. Right. Stop the show right now. Stop it. And I don't mean beginning of the episode, we mean start the series from the top. Episode one. Do you understand? Yeah. Period.
0: And we're back. We're
1: back. So, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for listening today. <laughs> They like wow! You caught up. Here you are,
0: right? And then all our regular listeners are like, "We are tired. They're so of this over bit. it. No, they love it. They do love it. They do. <laughs> I decided. You know what else they're loving and they're calling for the comeback of
1: the Fetish Five. You told me
0: the it's Fetish been a long time. Five. I told them that I would put the word out to you. You did, and you did tell me is. The demand is medium level. So, <laughs> A person has about asked it. about it, which is Caitlin. <laughs> and Caitlin is great. She's been on the show. Yes. Caitlin told us about the frozen dead guy. Oh, my God. She sure did.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we I'm trying to, like, make banter happen, but we talked for, like, an hour about all the recent, like, scoops and drama in our lives. And it was juicy. Everything. And, it was good. And honestly, now I just want to talk about my story.
0: Right? Sorry y'all missed it.
1: Yeah. So like, maybe there's not a lot of banter this week because we're also going to talk about, we're going to do the next I See Tit today, and I'm really excited about it.
0: Yeah. If you guys aren't on that, we're doing I Saw Tit right now, and we will be recording episode, episode, movie five?
1: Four. Four. We haven't recorded four four, movie four, yet.
0: four today. I know, because we're not even halfway.
1: Spoiler alert. I mean, I'm going to make it good, but four is like my least favorite. Uh Oh. But yesterday, so you know, I've just been watching them on HBO Max. Here's some good banter that will hopefully excite you about our Patreon. So like you can totally get on and listen to me talk about Saw movies every month. So, you know, Christina and I have been obsessed with these movies, right? And we keep watching them. Like, I put them on when I'm in the kitchen and I want something to watch, like you would with, like, a show that you watch all the time. I'm like, let me put on mm-hmm. Saw 4, because I'm going to talk about it soon, and I got to remember everything. It's got to be fresh. But the only one that I had only seen one time was Jigsaw, because Jigsaw was behind a paywall. It wasn't anywhere where I could watch it for free. So when we watched it, I rented it from Amazon Prime. And so I only saw it once. And I was like, Ugh. I'm going to need to see Jigsaw again, because we're going to have to talk about it. We're going to talk about so it. So I kept thinking about it, and Christina was like, ooh, it's on Peacock, and she started watching it, and she was like, ugh, but it has commercials. And I was like, ugh, I can't. <laughs> so then I go into the iTunes store yesterday, and I was like, how much would it be to buy Jigsaw? Which, if I'm I'm only going to buy one of them, seems kind of, mm, but also, like, it's the but- only one that I can't just, like, watch. But then it's like, we've got the whole unrated series for $40. Did you do it? And I was like, Christina, like, that's not a bad deal. And she was like, that's like $5 a movie. And I was like, yeah. And she goes, if you buy it, I'll pay for half. (laughs) (gasps) Y'all did it. So I bought the entire series on iTunes yesterday. (laughs) Up through Jigsaw.
0: It's another way that Christina is slightly funding our bonus content. It's, true. I use her it's discovery. true. Plus for Ghost Adventures. It's true.
1: She's, oh my God. She's not only like, she's a supporter of the podcast by like giving to our Patreon. She's, you know, that number one spot. She is a number one listener. She's been listening from the beginning. She, when she is on, she is a fantastic guest. She always oh, has yes. incredible notes, great jokes, good puns. Like, she's, she's been, she's great. So this is another way that Christina is supporting our podcast was by splitting Thank the you, cost Christina. of the Saw franchise with me. So I now on iTunes own all of them. And I don't know which one she said. It might've just been one, but I think a few of them, cause I think Jigsaw does too also have commentary available. And I, I've Whoa. never really been a person to watch stuff with commentary, but when I do, I'm always like, I'm glad I did. Cause it's, only stuff that I've seen, like, so many times that I'm like, how can I make this new? Well, let me listen to the people who made it talk about making it while I watch it. That'll give me something new. Yeah. And but then yeah. she said that they, uh, the directors, when she was watching Saw 1, they were talking about how British Carrie Elwes was. And I was like, yeah, I have to fucking watch Saw with commentary now. <laughs> like, If only that to hear them to talk happen. about how British he is. Who, And I love That's- him.
0: Oh, who doesn't?
1: So that's an exciting thing that uh, I could add to the banter. So as part of our Patreon, we have a series called I Saint It, which is me telling Sarah the plot of a horror movie every month that she's never seen before. And this, basically this year, is all (laughs) going to be Saw movies. Yes.
0: And there's another one coming
1: out this year. So by the time that I finish, I'll be able to talk about the newest one. And I'm very excited
0: there you go guys there you go five dollars a month gives you all that content it's
1: so it's so worth it
0: five american dollars and more
1: there's so much stuff on there so yeah check out our patreon check out our website we've got merch support our show and with that like let's fucking get into it right let's go all right hey sarah hey
0: stephanie
1: hey Hey, Leslie.
0: leslie Y'all ready ready
1: to talk talk about about some ghosts?
0: Y'all ready to talk about some ghosts?
1: I love the little ghost noise that he makes. I know. Also, if you haven't listened to every episode because you don't fucking follow directions... You would know that that is from our 100th episode where I actually got Sarah a cameo of Leslie Leslie Jordan Jordan.
0: saying, y'all ready to talk about some ghosts. Leslie Jordan himself. And if you went back and listened from the beginning, you would understand the significance because we talk about it in episode two.
1: That's right because we were on that Leslie Jordan game before he blew up in coronavirus years, times. Years before, before he got viral. Okay, I mean he was already moderately famous. He was on TV, mm-hmm. but yeah. he was not Instagram coronavirus famous like he is now. So so basically know, we're saying, saying we're
0: trendsetters.
1: <laughs> yeah, we and we love, and Leslie, we love Jordan, Leslie
0: Jordan mm-hmm. as
1: anyone should.
0: Are you talking about Leslie Sarah. Jordan this week?
1: No, but I am talking about a ghost.
0: Yay! <laughs> and
1: I did get it from celebrity ghost stories.
0: Yes, you did. Yes, you yes, did. Yes, I did. Which pop stars haunted this time? Last time it was Kesha.
1: It's not a pop star. Today, I'm telling you the celebrity ghost story of Billy D Williams.
0: All right, Who what you happened? will know,
1: of course, uh, of course, as Lando Calrissian from yes. the Star Wars series. What happened to him? First of all, let me just say that man is in his 80s and he can still get it. He looks good.
0: He, he looks aged good.
1: Well. He is, mm. and his <laughs> voice okay. is as creamy as it ever was. So, I'm gonna tell you this ghost story. But just, I mean, just imagine if you were being told this ghost story by (laughs) Billy
0: DeWoods. By Lando Calrissian. Got
1: it. I'm not going to try and do an impression because that seems problematic. But he is handsome and has a great voice. And, you know, here's what's up. So he started his ghost story by letting us know that his mother, he said, was like, she was a very friendly woman and that she was very open To what you might call the fourth dimension. And because she was like that, he has always been like, all right, sure, why not? He's not like, definitely, he's just always been like, all right, sure, I could believe such a thing. Why not?
0: He's like in the medium camp. Right. Of like, maybe, maybe not. If it happens to me, I might believe. I'm open to it. Yeah.
1: Right. So, Billy D. Williams. (laughs) He's living in New York in 1968 and he gets a phone call from James Baldwin, which James Baldwin if you are unfamiliar is a very famous black gay writer who was, you know, very fam- uh, he was popular at that time but he was more popular when he like many popular African American artists left for France. He was like fuck racism, <laughs> fuck America. <Yeah>. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. But at the time, James Baldwin was living in Benedict Canyon. Does that location ring a bell to you? No. So Benedict Canyon has a history of just weird, eerie, spooky shit. Hmm. Um, the year before... Uh, oh, not the year before, sorry. Uh, Ten years before, that is where George Reeves died George Reeves, which I would do an episode about that mystery as well. George Reeves is who played Superman on the Adventures of Superman t- television show. Ultimately, his death was ruled a suicide, but the the circumstances were really mysterious, and many people believe that he was either murdered or that it was an accidental gunshot that he didn't kill himself. Wow. There was a movie made about him a number of years back. I can't remember the name of it right now. It might have been Hollywood Land with. Um, Ben Affleck playing that role, like playing the role of George Reeves. So that happened in Benedict Canyon. And the story with Billy Dee Williams is in 1968, but in 1969, that's where the Tate murders happened. So that is the same area where Charles Manson and the Manson family Mm -hmm. killed, I believe it was like six or seven people, including Sharon Tate, who was pregnant and she was Mm -hmm. a famous actress at the time. So, yep. this is all in that same area. Okay. But this was the year before that happened. This was 1968. So, James Baldwin calls up Billy so D. Williams. If it's not
0: haunted, it is missing a good opportunity.
1: Right. Well, the area, the, the area of spooky AF is, is what we're getting at. A lot of creepy, scary shit happens there. James Baldwin is staying there. He calls up Billy D. Williams. He's like, Billy D. Williams, hey. Um Billy, I am working on a movie and I think you would be really good for it. I'm like writing a screenplay and I would like you to come out to stay with me and, you know, maybe like read for this or like help me like workshop it a little bit. Billy D Williams is like legendary writer James Baldwin. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Sounds like a great idea. He calls him Jimmy. After he tells you like James Baldwin calls him up, he's like, "So, I go to Jimmy's house and you're like, mm. <laughs> Uh, but he's like, Jimmy didn't, but anyway, uh, so
0: (laughs) doing your best Lando impression. Uh, His his
1: voice is so nice. Anyway, he goes to stay at James Baldwin's house and look at the script with him. The first night that he was there, he lays down to go to sleep and it's like 12 o'clock, one o'clock in the morning and the door to the bedroom, like, like kind of gusts open. And he's mm, like, okay. mm, I closed that door. Maybe I didn't, like, close it. Maybe I just, like, let me, let me close the mm-hmm. door. So he gets up and he goes out into the, the hallway and he kind of, like, looks around and everything is closed. All the doors are closed. All the windows are closed. And he's like, okay. And as he's about to go back into the bedroom, he feels a big, like, gust of wind, what feels like, like, rush past him. Like rush across him into the bedroom, and like Uh. I said, all all the windows, all the doors were closed, so he can't figure out like where a draft would have come from. But he like felt this very strong like breeze, like gust across him into the room. Mm -hmm. So he's like looking around and he doesn't see anything. He closes the bedroom door, um, and he said he got back. Yeah, he's in the room with it. He got back in the bed and he said that he heard what started as, like, a really low hum, but it was this really (gasps) ominous, like, like, in the room, right? And it started, it just got louder and louder to the point where he said it was, like, deafening, like, he was holding his ears, just this really, really loud hum, and then it just stopped.
0: Oh, I hate that! I hate that.
1: Yeah. So then he got into bed, and he was like, oh, and he said he like willed himself to go to sleep. The next night, he was having dinner with Jimmy, and he's like, Jimmy, like, tells him about what happened, and Jimmy like laughs it off. He's like, whatever. Like, I, there's nothing in my house. Like, you're really superstitious. And, like, just kind of, like, scoffs him and doesn't think anything of it. And he's like, okay, like, maybe, whatever. So that night, (laughs) Billy D. Williams goes to bed. He's laying in the bed, eyes are closed. And he said he felt the distinct feeling of the weight of someone sitting in the bed next to him.
0: No. No.
1: Mm And he turned to see and there was indentation in the bed as if someone was sitting in the bed with him Mm. so he turned on the light there was nobody there he went to the bathroom and he's like let me let me get some water let me like rinse my face you know he's like patting his face down And there was a bathroom mirror, like a medicine cabinet on the wall. No, Um, no.
0: I hate where this is going.
1: It wasn't a big mirror. It was a very small mirror. Okay. And he's like checking himself out in the mirror. He's like wiping his face down. And he pushed the mirror to close the medicine cabinet. And there was a woman behind him. (gasps)
0: I knew it. I knew it. I hate it. I hate it. Yeah.
1: (gasps) He said that she had a very pained expression. That she had dark, wet hair, that she was wet. Um, oh. And he could see her mouth moving, but it was, he couldn't really hear her. He could just see that her mouth was moving and she was back here. And he said that he could start to hear in a whisper, like, help me, help me, help me. Coming from, like, around him in the room.
0: I couldn't hear what you said.
1: It was help me
0: oh no no
1: when he turned around she was gone
0: she was not there Mm -hmm.
1: the next morning
0: palpitations
1: he was like i'm leaving this fucking house
0: i am not staying here one more day you have another roommate jimmy you didn't tell me about and she was in my room last night
1: So he packed his bags and he said that James Baldwin came in, like, while he was packing his bags and told him, like, he was overreacting just to calm down, like, there was nothing in the house, like, just relax. And Billy was like, nah, I'm gone. He packed his stuff, he made a reservation to it in a hotel, and he left. He said, um, James Baldwin looked into the history of the house and he found that, a few years earlier, a woman had drowned in the bathtub. <sighs> no. Mm-hmm. And that was the time that Billy D. Williams saw a ghost at James Baldwin's house.
0: That's scary. I don't like that. It is scary. It makes me
1: and <sighs> I gotta say. Billy D Williams, though. <laughs> You're like, oh no, Billy. Also, like the reenactments—the way they did the reenactments were kind of fun because they didn't really do like it was—it wasn't like video. It almost looked like it was like a bunch of pictures, but the pictures were not, of course, really Billy D. Williams Billy. and James Baldwin. But the young Billy D. Williams, like he just had such a good mustache, and you're like, mm. good casting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That was a good mustache he had.
0: No, I already when I brush my teeth. And I like lean my head down to spit into the sink and bring my head back up. There's already a slight jerk reaction that there is going <laughs> to be something in the mirror behind me. I hate those. I hate that scenario. That's not fair. I don't it's like not it. Fair. Oh, no. That's how I feel. That scared me. It's
1: over now. Whew.
0: I'm glad it's daylight. It's not even noon. Whew. I got to shake And it I off. haven't gotten to tell like a
1: good ghost story in a while.
0: I like that. That yeah. was is that all of that was his whole story? That was his whole story. He was like and at that point Jimmy was dead to me because he put <laughs> <down>. <laughs> Jimmy
1: we're left America right. and I was like fucking good Jimmy. Good. Get out. <laughs> you let me stay in your haunted ass house and then you laughed at me.
0: You were like it's not haunted, girl. It's not haunted. It's a little haunted.
1: It's haunted. It was. I mean, haunted. I guess
0: if she was stuck in that bathroom and bedroom, and that was his guest. And that was like his
1: and bedroom. guest
0: bedroom. <laughs> he's never in there. He's like, he's I don't know what you're there.
1: talking about, because she's never bothered him. That's why him. she
0: was so excited that Billy was there. She's like, he's in she's my like, room. Ooh, hey, you fine. <laughs> Ooh, you're fine.
1: Hey, Billy D Williams is weak. in my bed.
0: <laughs> Billy D Williams. She like sits on the bed next to him. She's just like, oh my god. She's like, oh my god. god. Billy D Williams. That should I I can't hear when you whisper. <laughs> it sucks. I'm I wonder sure what's going to happen
1: when you go to edit it, if you'll hear it any better. I don't know. It's
0: going to be all new. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it.
0: Um, Sarah, I'm what so are you talking about
1: this week? Unless you still want to talk about Billy D. Williams, which I mean I could. No,
0: it's okay. We can move past. We can move past Billy D. Williams. Thank you for the story, Billy. Thank you, Billy. Well, hold on, dear horses. Grab a hold of your titties because I'm telling a ghost story. Oh, shit! I love it! Yeah. Two ghost stories. Can you handle ghost. it? Ghost, 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 ghost. All day, all night, ghosts. Ghosts. So, I'm telling the story of Fort Warren in Boston, Massachusetts. Okay. And the lady in black. Oh shit. Who still resides there. Is she a screaming or laughing woman? We'll get to all of that in a minute. Oh, no. I hope she's not <laughs> either of those things. Those are the worst. You know when I go out looking for ghost stories, sometimes I do try to just find a screaming lady ghost. I was going to say
1: you look for him now. I do. Bitch. I do. <laughs> screaming lady ghost.
0: Google. You know, you put that in and it doesn't pull up as many options as you Hey, <laughs> I hate you. I go to type it into Google and it pops up with much. the search bar pre-populating it and it's purple because I've already clicked it so many times. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. There was like a, there's a TikTok I saw where it was like, it was like me Googling memory loss and then it's like me seeing all the links are purple. <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ooh. right. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so Fort Warren is um, in Boston Harbor. There's a little island off of the harbor called Boston harbor. Island. Boston harbor. Boston Harbor. Boston uh, Harbor. I told Charlie the story that I was doing and he was like, oh, so you're going to talk about mass holes. And it took me a second. <laughs> Get <because> out. <laughs> Because my first thought was, I'm pretty sure they're wearing masks, thinking that he said mask hole, because that's what we call people who don't wear their who face masks. don't wear masks. masks. But he meant mask hole, like- Right, like they're from Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, this is George's Island. The island was purchased in 1825 by the city and given to the U.S. government- in 1833, construction began on the fort on the island. Uh. I apologize.
1: Wow.
0: <laughs> wow, Sarah. Disgusting. How dare you? Oh, my gosh. You know what else I showed Charlie for the first time today? What? One of y'all take a shite and didn't flush it. It was fucking one of <laughs> Disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> That video
1: always makes me think of you. Anytime it comes up, I'm like, Sarah loves that video.
0: I do love that video. That so and, of silly. course,
1: the like the girl who's like, you know, his cat died a week ago. Karma got you know. his
0: kiss for me.
1: Oh, my gosh. Mm, that one, too.
0: If I ever did a drag, like, number, it would be that audio with some music mixed in. Like, music so, breaks. So, the
1: drag brunch that we went to, somebody did. Do you know the... Extra McRib for a dollar video, excuse me, bitch. So that's a video that Val is like obsessed with and has a "excuse me, bitch (laughs) shirt. And one of the drag queens did Bitch Better Have My Money, but every time it was supposed to be money, it was Extra McRib for a dollar. So it was like that video, like audio of that video cut in, and then the chorus would be like Bitch Better Have My Extra McRib for a dollar. Like it was it was just so <laughs> ridiculous. And Val was like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, but I have my Ash rib for a dollar. Oh my god. I'm so sorry. Tell me about this fort
0: and the mass holes who live there.
1: <laughs> in the
0: Boston Habba. In the Boston Habba. Um well on George's Island in the Boston Habba. In 1833, the construction began, but that fort was not completed until 1847. Damn! It was used during the Civil War. So here's a little hint. I'm going to talk about America's favorite ghost, a Civil War ghost. Oh, my God. That's what we have the most of. We have the most of. And you know what? I was thinking about it today when I was (laughs) writing down all my notes. I was like, this is the most prominent ghost that we have in this country. And then I'm like, oh, right. Because so many people died. Right.
1: Because it was, I was going to make a joke that we have, we have more American Civil War ghosts than any other country in the world.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I would hope so.
1: (laughs) Um, But also it's because, I mean, it was one of a few wars that were fought here on American land and it was Americans fighting Americans, which is why we have the most ghosts from that war.
0: Yes. So they're back at it again. Um, It was used during the Civil War as a defense against the Confederacy, and it served as a prisoner of war camp for captured Confederate soldiers. Naturally. Though, compared to other POW camps that were throughout the country during the Civil War for captured uh, soldiers from the other team, what I read about Fort Warren is that it was sort of the nicest— Of the POW camps. Take (laughs) that as you will. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, okay. Take it. I was like, I I think it means they weren't, they weren't actively torturing Torturing them them and maybe. maybe they had shelter. I'm not sure. Who knows? In October of 1861, 750 Confederate prisoner of wars arrived at Fort Warren. One of which was a man named Andrew Lanier. At the time, Andrew wrote to his wife Melanie. Hello, Mutter. Hello, Fada. Things are awful at Fort Warren. (laughs) I am stuck here. Get out now. (laughs) No, he wrote his wife, and he was like, "Yo, got caught. Karma's got its kiss for me. (laughs) (laughs) Got him. Him is me. Got him. They got me.
1: Him. Him is is me. me. They got me."
0: And so Melanie said, "Okay, got you." And she packed a bag and she took her ass down to Boston. And down she to Boston, up or up stopping- to
1: Boston. Where was he I'm from? I'm not sure.
0: I'm not sure.
1: Okay. That's um
0: fair. yes. So all of the whole story I'm going to tell you, I'll spoiler alert. A lot of it's folklore because we don't have actual documentation. It's been a lot of stories passed down I'm okay the years. I'm okay with that. But this was first documented in a book about the fort and the history of the fort that was written in, I want to say, the early 1900s. Okay. So some of the facts are a little muddy. So Melanie, she packed a bag and she just, she went to Boston, whichever way she had to get there. Whichever direction it was from where she was starting. She was going. She ended up stopping in Hull, Massachusetts, which is important because Hull happens to sit right on the coast. And about a mile away, there's a little island with a fort on it. (laughs) Fort Warren. Is she going to break him out of the fort? She chopped off all of her hair, I imagine Mulan style. Are you serious? She put on men's clothing. Yes. And one night, she climbed in a rowboat armed with a pistol and a pickaxe. Yes, she did. And she was going to go get her man. Right? I'm here for this. I'm get it girl. Get board. it girl. Get it girl. So she Well, then I'm guessing she, she st- was coming up
1: because if he's a POW Confederate soldier. Yeah. Right. Then I'm guessing she's going up to Boston. All right. That
0: was my assumption. Okay. So she crawled up to the walls of the fort and she whistled a song for her husband to hear. (laughs) She was like, she was like, what's her husband's name again?
1: Andrew. Andrew. She's like, Andrew, Andrew, let down your long hair.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was like her signal. That could be it. I was trying to think of a Southern, a, like, typical Southern song. I don't but know all I Dixie think of is... because
1: <laughs> I'm not an old racist, but I imagine at the time, because he was from Dixieland, that she was whistling. She was whistling Dixie! She's
0: whistling Dixie. That's what that means. I'm,
1: i That's where that phrase comes from, I've decided. <laughs> that's it. From That's Mullen how she Elyanier. let her know she was out there. She was Whistling Dixie. Whistling Dixie. <laughs>
0: That was the sign. And That's when where he that phrase comes back, from. Google it. He was like, "Look at her whistling Dixie." Oh my God! Someone write that down. <laughs> they okay. did once she got him out of prison. When he whistled back, she knew he was ready. Yeah. So she climbed up the wall of the fort, Fuck and she yeah. because she was a woman, she was petite, and she crawled through a window that a you know a man would <laughs> through not have the fit through the window. To the wall. That's where that bitch done crawled. <laughs> <sighs> that caught me. She awkward. said, "Ah,
1: oh, tweet, tweet, motherfucker," because she was whistling. Tweet, 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 She's tweet. Come on, tweet, tweet, tweet. I hate that song. I'm so sorry
0: that this Why joke has gone that, on then? as long as it has. All right. We need to focus on Melanie because she's putting her life at risk and she just chopped all of her hair off. And we they know that's that that song when a woman three times of my prom. Tell me about Melanie. <laughs> we sang that song when I was in like seventh grade. <laughs> it's, I mean, disgusting. it's disgusting. It's disgusting. All right. So what happened next is they had a plan. So she brought that pickaxe and their plan was to dig a tunnel and to dig their way to the interior portion of the prison <laughs> overpower the handful of guards who were on duty and then arm themselves and get out sure right get it bitch they labored in the tunnel for weeks all for the while weeks. all of the men kept her hidden that from the thick guards ass. <laughs> in the middle they
1: of the night they gave her a
0: portion right they gave her a portion of their food so she had food to eat and they worked in the middle of the night And every night it was going well until the night that they got caught. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) And one of the guards came by. The alarm was instantly raised. The tunnel was discovered. And each of the prisoners were pulled out of the dungeon one by one. (laughs) And when the last man was pulled out of the dungeon, Melanie leapt out of the darkness like a spider monkey and drew her pistol. Like, gotcha, bitch! She was like, got him. And they were like, no, you don't, girl. And so when she jumped, the one of the guards slapped the gun aside out of her hand. It fell onto the ground and it discharged. Everyone looked around. Melanie wasn't shot. The guards weren't shot. She looked at her husband, Andrew, oh, no. as he slowly slumped to the floor. No. Because the gun had gone off and it had shot Andrew. Oh, no, Melanie, I'm so sorry. Melanie's instantly arrested, and she's like, good, please kill me. They're like, don't worry, we're gonna. (laughs) Oh,
1: no. Don't worry, we're gonna.
0: And she was charged. She was charged for her crimes and sentenced to hang. Damn. Before she was hung, her last wish was, can I please be killed in women's clothing like this isn't my truth i'm not really wanting to be i did this she's like i get it you're gonna kill
1: me like but this was to get this done and it's done can i can you put a dress on me i'd like that
0: can i have a yeah can i have a dress i'd like to i'd like to die and be buried in a dress well they were at a fort so they got her a long black robe which was all that they had yeah and she was hung on the grounds and buried on the grounds in that long black robe. Damn, that's wild. And like a week after she was hung, soldiers started reporting seeing a shadow figure. Oh walking around. no, Melanie. They started, they reported seeing someone in long black robes walking at the edge of the woods, the edge of the tree line. One soldier even claimed that he saw her. And she came up to him and started chasing him and he ran away. And in the process of him running away, he fell down, tripped and like broke his ankle. And he oh said gosh. that it's because she was chasing him. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Multiple soldier, soldiers would leave their posts, which is a big no, no. You don't just walk off shift. Yeah, at, no kidding. The post. Boberg <laughs> You don't just walk away. You don't just walk away. They would leave because she scared them. Some soldiers would even fire their guns at the apparition. To this day, people claim to see a figure in long black robes. Sometimes it's just a shadow out of the corner of your eye. Other times, it's a figure wandering through the tree line of the forest. And then other times, if you walk into the dungeon... She gonna scream at you. Oh, no! I was waiting for it. If you go in, legend has it, if you go into the dungeon and she doesn't want you there, because the dungeon was where they were, where her husband was shot, she will scream at you to get out. I hate it. One person even claimed that she choked them. Fuck that. So she's wandering around... Looking screaming and husband. choking people. Screaming and choking people. I mean, I would too if I died away from my home, had to be buried in robes, and that if was you my ghost through outfit for you. All the rest of, my of life, that
1: to rescue your dude. To rescue your dude. And then he died and you got captured. I'd be screaming too. I would too. I'd I don't be know, screaming. I might laugh everybody. every now and then just to like fuck with people, but I mean, mostly I'd be screaming probably.
0: I would definitely be around. I would be that ghost who would be like, take my picture. Come see me. I got shit to say. (laughs) You want proof?
1: I'll be, you know, pushing shit off the shelf. Flickering the lights, (laughs) slapping
0: people. Choking them and screaming. Yeah, that's her. Melanie. Melanie's a badass bitch. And again, a lot of that story has been passed down. Through storytelling and folklore. We don't have any actual proof that an Andrew Lanier was there. I did read one retelling of the tale that called him Samuel Lanier. Okay. But I took my main source of the story from the world, from Lore, which is a podcast by Aaron. Yeah. I'm always going to say it wrong. But Monkey. And I got a book that he wrote of Lore, Dreadful Places. And I've pulled some other stories from there too. But he tells, he tells this tale. And I think it's a really good one. And she's not the only ghost at Fort Warren. Oh, of Because again, not. it was active during the Civil War. So you've got her roaming around and just regular soldiers. And people say they see soldiers in Confederate and Union garb. Both of them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then the other report is that people hear voices when they're outside. Again, it usually feels like it's coming from the woods, but people will hear voices just drifting across the land when there's no one out there. And that's the haunted Fort Warren, the lady in black, and the tale of Melanie Lanier.
1: That story was all over the place, and I'm here for it.
0: Right? Like, it's an emotional roller coaster. And I was thinking
1: about this episode. I was like, "This is kind of a short episode, but honestly, super solid." Like, I, I liked my ghost story. I liked your ghost story. We had two ghost stories. Two ghost
0: stories. I can't remember the
1: last time We had two, two ghost stories. It's been a
0: hot minute. Yeah, I this love a good it. Episode. Yes, I love I'm it. Into it. It's short and sweet, y'all. Short and sweet. Which if even if you it's love really it. Not. It's still forty minutes.
1: I know you should check out our Patreon. We have $1, $5, $10, and $15 tiers. Awesome stuff at every level. And, of course, the higher you go, you get that level and all of the treats that go with the levels underneath. Check that shit out. It's dope as fuck. Dope-ass pot. We also dope have our fuck. website, Stories with a Z.com, where we have awesome merch designed by us and by other people. It's cool-ass shit, yeah? And, of course, if you don't have any money, which we totally understand... There is still a fantastic way you can support our show, which is by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes, wherever else you listen to your podcast, of course, as well. But the iTunes store is where our most of our listenership comes from, I would assume. <laughs> Sarah's shrugging. <laughs> She's like, I don't know. I don't know. That's where the money is, okay? For the non money, just <laughs> yeah. go there. Leave us a review. We love it; it makes us feel good. Email us. Sarah loves to read emails on the air. We might make fun of you a little bit, but that's part of the thing. You know, it's part of the gig. You're into it's it. The show. You listen it's to the, the
0: show. show. But that's it. You love it, and we love you. We love you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Stephanie, and I'm Sarah, and,
1: and this, this has, has been,
0: been Dead, Dead Time, Time Stories. Stories.
1: Thanks for listening. Dead Time Stories is hosted by Sarah Heddens and Stephanie C. Kurnison. Music and editing by Eric Gershnow. Artwork by Rennie Slackman.